0: I mean, the whole part of watching a movie or watching a thing to me is going away into a different world, and if they can take me away to that world, then I'm there, you know. and And that's why I can't really say one genre. The big thing is that as I'm entertained.
1: That was from my conversation exploring the walk of life with Bud Rebel, who has produced a feature film, many notable shorts, and other online content in various genres. Bud and I had a brief and entertaining conversation about his work in filmmaking and what inspires him. Bud Rebel, both in name and character, is maybe the most American guest I've ever had on The Walk Show, and I thought it fitting for the 4th of July. Let's get over to the conversation, and happy 4th to everybody. Thank you, of course, to Misha's Zarens for the music on today's show. <music> Welcome to the Walk Show podcast, Bud Rebel. How are you doing tonight? I am doing really great. How are you doing, my my friend? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Um, so, Bud, you are a filmmaker uh, among among many things. Um, and looking looking through IMDb, I see that you've actually had uh, three films made. Is that correct?
0: Well, I had one feature film, which okay. was all screwed up, which was a China Lane. That's what got me all started, you might say, in 2009 when I decided at I guess 40 years old, I decided to become a filmmaker, you might say. Really? And, and then after that, I completed several shorts. And right now we have a channel called On the Bud Rebel Show on the YouTube channel where we have... We produce almost... Every week we have two or three videos. We shoot little shorts. And we're working on something a little bit bigger very, very shortly. That's going to be very
1: exciting, you might say. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd seen your YouTube channel. I'll make sure and have a link to that in the show notes so people can, can check it out. Um, it looked like... Not all of it, but a lot of it kind of comedy-themed. Is that, is that true?
0: Actually, we try to do the whole diversity. I'm, I'm trying okay. to get get people that don't have entertainment normally for them, that feel left out, let's say. So we do some political stuff. Leans to the right, you might say. We do comedy. We do religious things even. We do some political stuff. I have now like podcasts too. We do interviews. So I try to have a little flavor for everybody. And also one of the things I like to do is also a, a – have some products, ideas, and I put those out there. So hopefully people can make millions from me and <laughs> maybe give me a dollar or two
1: back. You know, it'll be nice. <laughs> a little royalty check your way. It'll be nice, yeah. yeah. That's fair. Um, well, yeah, so yeah, All Screwed Up, I saw was from, from 2009, but then I also saw credits for Alone for Christmas in 2020 and then You Killed Me in 2021. What, what are those movies?
0: Those are shorts that we did. I Alone was, it really was a nice little story. I, I wanted to have like a, Hanukkah, Christmas story. I don't want to kill the story; it's too short to kill it. Sure, but it, 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 it's about neighborhood, and especially about now of this time when we had this horrible pandemic. I wanted to have a film that brought everybody together. Have a little story with it. You know, there's a lot of lot of loneliness that that people are going through. So I hopefully that pulled that one through. And um, I'm sorry. What was the other one? I'm trying to remember
1: my my scripts. Oh, you were- killed me for 2021. Oh, you killed
0: me, okay, yeah, you killed me. Um that was a very interesting concept. Actually what we've done is if somebody has an idea that they want to be in a put in I write in my blog and then if they want me to do visually I'll do that for them. So this was a concept a friend of mine wanted me to do. And so it was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed the concept so I decided to write it and we did it. And we really opened up to other people. Like someone will just say to me, "Hey, I have this idea. I'll write in my blog, and we'll, if it's easy and not too complicated, we'll put it up. What I do is I allow people. I want to hear other people's creativity, and like, and I, again, my my blog has all my ideas—good, bad, indifferent, silly, uh, smart. Hopefully, some of them on anything, business, politics. It's really like almost therapy. It's a way to get all my thoughts out, and in a way that it costs a lot less than therapy. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I've been doing life for five years, and now now it's really great because now we're putting into visually what comes out of my head. And what's cool about it is now I have a, a, a crew, and they sometimes pick a skit to do. So we'll oh, do that. Okay. Yeah, like tonight, we're we'll doing a, a skit based on with they thing.
1: Oh, cool. So you know, you said that you really started got into filmmaking at 40. So w- what kind of drove you to, to get into it? It's funny because
0: it was basically a two-day film class by a guy named Dove Simmons, and he said, "You should make." You, he said, "Don't make. Don't ever make a it short. It's a waste of money, really." And he said, "If you're gonna do it, make a film, and you're never gonna make any money." But <laughs> he taught all the art of making a film. I've been writing scripts. I have my first script, I think, two thousand nineteen ninety seven. Actually, I think it is. Yeah, nineteen ninety eight or something. Really short. I've been uh-huh. writing scripts all for a while too. That was like therapy, you might say. Again, um, on because yeah. again, what I see in Hollywood and all that stuff is the same co- characters. They try to be politically correct. It's boring. It's just boring. You know that a certain party is going to be this way. A is going to be this way. It's no like development. So I try to go in a different direction. You know, if all of a sudden they had all the gay characters being bad, I'd be the one making the gay character good. I just right. don't want everything to follow the same flow. I think it's – and so we try to diversify. When I did all screwed up, I decided to have an African-American person with a white mother and and not have anything about race. It was just the characters. It just happened yeah. to be she was that character, and, and that's what we are in America. I think more than that. But so I really wanted to open the world up to different, you know, thoughts and and ideas.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that's that, that's super powerful. I mean, I you know, I, one of my closest friends growing up is is exactly that. He's a, a black guy with a, a white mother. Um, well, that was who it, I picked. Him. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just my point, is being that it is just a completely. Normal thing, and so to to be able to put that in a film and not make the film be about that, um, I think is is a, a valuable thing to, to have out there. So it sounds like I mean I was going to ask you kind of what your your roles in this are, but it sounds like maybe you're involved in all of it. You're writing scripts, you're directing. Are you editing? Are you are you doing kind of all the different hats?
0: Well, I have a very talented crew. Uh, Mina Guy is a is really the filmmaker, and she's the editor. I have this guy named Mike who helps write a develop some of the skits. As a matter of fact, was doing something called Help, which was bait which was actually gonna be my first film. Mm. But it got was a little convoluted, I thought it went in too many directions and it was hard to make. So I just thought a family film would be more, better. But we now we're doing it in a short and went in a little different direction. He's done a really fabulous job and he's really easy to you know move over a change. When you write a script, you change like 12, 10, 12 times. So he's been really good about it. And it's it's gonna be a great horror flick, uh, uh short, it's going to be really, I think it's gonna be really phenomenal. Cause again, it's, I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little secret about it. What it is, it, it happened a while ago. I was driving in the highway and I ran over squirrel so I mm. and I felt really bad. And I said, what would happen if I was an animal rights activist, animal rights activist. And I did that. I would have to bury the squirrel and then went up until I get lost in the woods. And that's where we start the story, basically. <laughs>
1: that's and, pretty good.
0: Yeah, what I think is cool about it is it, it could really happen to anybody. You know, a lot of these mo- horror movies are a little like unrealistic. You know, zombies don't not really going to worry too much about, and vampires. Um, but I could see, you know, you go down any town, small town, you're driving, you can just get stuck and you don't know where you are, and right. you find out. So, but it's real. I think the char- the biggest thing is the character development. I, I think you're going to find them really interesting.
1: Yeah, well, so I mean, you mentioned you've been writing scripts for for a very long time. So, I mean, what do you think? And again, in your opinion, but what do you think is the the most essential ingredient to a good movie, a good a good script? Characters. Characters.
0: If you don't feel for the characters, you're not going to care what else happens in it. Mm. So the characters have to, even if they're bad. I mean, you may you remember know, I don't, for the name the Batman last Batman movie. You just they're so well developed. They have you know dark and light and they have you know they're real to you. And the right. more they are real, the more you can feel for them. Mm. So like I'm gonna this word the one we're doing help, I would I we have a script, but I don't want to be so tight to it. I want the person who's the actor to feel free to be themselves to some degree and let that character come through.
1: Right. You know So and this is a obviously an ignorant question on my own part. Um but when you, you talk about the the all screwed up from two thousand nine that, that's a feature film what does it mean for something to be a feature film
0: well it's a full length okay it was in the theater it was on netflix it was on, okay it was on amazon prime it it was distributed by a company that didn't do well for me but yeah. it was distributed <laughs> and he was right you don't make any money on films <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but i keep doing it anyway because you know it's in my heart
1: um, well, what was it like to see your own movie in a theater i mean that sounds pretty exciting
0: well, it was one of the biggest events of my life, I have to tell you. Yeah. It was really, it was really, really powerful. And I have to tell you, it was one of the highlights, of, if you can say. Because, you know, again, I didn't come from any filmmaking background. <laughs> I just decided to do it. And all of a sudden, I put these people, you know, everyone. It's like a little village we put together. It was just like, when it ended, it was just like sad, you know? It was yeah. amazing when you, when you get there. And all of a sudden, you have this sensation people clapping and, and fans and it's just i walked in the supermarkets once my autograph was just weird so it was <laughs> it was a great feeling you know and to see it's like a baby being born you know you see your vision come out alive which is mm. That's what it's about you know and and you know when it's when you're an artist you know it's when i decided that maybe i am an artist because it's not about making the money as much as it isn't one it's about seeing people enjoy what you do right and people would yeah. enjoy it, and I hopefully, you know, it deal with bullying, it deal with ADD, it deal with a lot of issues that people have, and so it, I think if I mean I hope it got out further. We want to push it out even further now, but because it really has a big, big message for today, especially too.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. what kind of movies does does bud rebel watch what kind of movies are inspire you
0: boy that's a tough question i mean i just have such a diverse enjoyment of different films i i, I mean i love a great horror movie but i love a good com- romance comedy i mm-hmm. love a good adventure just like there's no genre that i feel like i have to link to you know what i might say Mm -hmm. but you know, it's all, it's all different stuff. So,
1: well, yeah, I just, you know, I know, I know for me, for example, I kind of have a a pet genre Uh, for me, it would be action movies. Now Mm -hmm. I don't think every action movie is good, but the, I can watch a a lower quality of action movie and still be okay with it. than I could say a romance or, or just a drama. Um, I'm a a little more picky in in those things, but when it comes to action movies, I've watched some really terrible action movies, (laughs) But for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because I grew up watching, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal mm-hmm. and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And so I just have an affinity for it or what. But And, like, I have another friend who he can watch any horror movie. Um, th- do you have a genre like that that you find yourself? Like, it kind of doesn't matter well, what it is. You why watch do you it? say
0: that? Because, like, yeah, you'd say I like horror movies. But then I watch a movie like Sch- Schnitzel Schitzel on uh, Netflix. Most If you talk about story, it's just a simple story. But it's so beautifully done. It just takes you away. I mean, the acting. I I mean, the whole part part of watching a movie or watching a thing to me is going away into a different world. And if they can take me away to that world, then I'm there, you know. And and that's why I can't really say one genre. The big thing is that as I'm entertained, and that's Mm. really what I want to do here. I don't. Sometimes you watch these movies that get the Oscars, and they're boring. Just face it, that is boring. I mean, how yeah. I many times you look at a lake or whatever, or you know, it's, it's you know, look at raindrops. I mean, you know, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. So if if a movie entertains people, then it's great, and it doesn't have to do like I'm not saying action. I love action. Don't get me wrong. I love a good action movie. It's sure, easy um but a movie can do with just subtle things just it just brings you to like almost yourself sometimes so maybe maybe like sometimes you can't express yourself because it's not the right thing look at the mafia movies you how many people want to say hey i'd like to take this guy down you know so you watch what else telling you so right. you know and you want to kill this character off so you watch a horror movie he's done so it, it's right it's that outlet you know and and that's why it's so hard for me to say one versus the other because it's just, it's also the mood I'm in, <laughs> and, yeah. And, yeah, and who I'm watching it with. That's a big effect, right? It, it's it's the whole thing. I've seen great movies. I watched one time with the wrong audience and it sucked, and then I watched it myself and it was great. I remember I remember Airplane. It was such a funny movie. The second time I'm like, what happened the first time? I didn't know that at all.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I had the same experience with uh, the Royal Tenenbaums. I don't know if you've ever seen that. But mm. the first time I saw it, I just didn't really get it. And I think I might have even walked out of the theater. And then I saw it years later and, yeah, thought it was great. So yeah, kind of It
0: could be like you didn't eat the right food the day before, you know? Or maybe you had a right. fight with your girlfriend. And then you're watching the movie. You're like, you know, it's all affecting you inside because you can't get it out totally.
1: And that's well, so what the- Oh, go ahead, please.
0: No, that's what I'm just saying. That's why it's hard to judge. And that's why it's sometimes unfair for some of these critics. Because they, if they come to the movie with the wrong attitude because of something else in their personal life or whatever, and they're not in the mood, the same movie is different the next day.
1: Right. So kind of along this line, I mean, do you find yourself watching movies multiple times to to kind of make sure you're getting anything out of it or or not I'm necessarily? Just,
0: I'm, I'm just very hyper. So I want to watch the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching actually much more series like these Netflix mm. series myself, and I like it because I get like twenty minutes at a time. Um, this series break it up so I can watch twenty minutes at a time, and because time is one element, I don't have a lot of. It's mm. always a very crazy day. I, I have a steady job that keeps me busy from seven thirty to five every day, and go to the gym and then uh, try to keep a family organized. It's not a lot of time for the watching movies, you know. So right. if I watch a series like twenty minutes a night. No, I'm good, you know, and then I can watch the next one. So that's what that's what's been my entertainment escape, you might say, especially nowadays,
1: right? No, that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I think, you know, creative pursuit, um, is it's easy to be dismissive of it, but the value that it offers. I mean, dare I call the podcast creative? It's certainly not creative in the way that making a film is with so many more elements, but um i mean yeah it's been a huge outlet for me just to be able to to have conversations like this and talk to people from around the world uh about what they're passionate about um so would you would you have an aspiration to to what like would it be awesome if you could make a really big budget film like a batman we talked about earlier or like a well, marvel movie or is that i have not... something
0: i have something very exciting like a surprise oh okay i wasn't planning to tell you but i guess i can i'm trying <laughs> to develop a, a, a cryptocurrency oh okay But unlike regular cryptocurrency, this is a three letter word currency, something that's missing in cryptocurrency. It's fun. (laughs) So when you buy, when you get this cryptocurrency, certain places, let's say you went to, they would give you special benefits and special membership instead Mm. of the thing like, you know, what, because currently, you know, it's what it values to people. So now the value is the fun that you get out of it. Maybe if you go to a massage parlor, they give you a free extra massage, or maybe you go to the rifle range and they give you a private lesson, or, or maybe you go to the audition for a film and they let you be in the front of the line and give you a cup of coffee. So there'd be like different things. And if that works out, even halfway as well as I want, then I definitely have some films. I'm going to be making some feature films and I'm working with my agent to develop one of my older scripts that my daughter loves. And it seems like a lot of people love it. It's called Hell Can Wait. And it's again. I I thought it's a little complex, but basically the concept is a person dies, but instead of going to heaven, he's going to go to hell, unless he can change his life before that time. Hmm. So he's coming down. He's like he's like almost counseling himself. It's that's why it's a little it's a little it's a little little tough to do, but like it's so you know it's an interesting concept, and he he knows a bit and he starts learning about how how his wife sees him in real life and how his daughter sees him in real life and. His relationships with his family and how he can try to mend them, so he can get the chance to be born again, you might say.
1: And really, yeah. So well, without good. knowing anything, I, I would say it sounds like that could be ripe for a variety of of uh, genres to kind of all blend together in it. You could have, you know, comedy and romance and and drama yeah. in the and the seriousness of it, obviously. So that that's pretty compelling. Yes,
0: yeah, so that's one. And then I mean, there's a lot of other ones I wanted to do. Uh, Cinderella in a punk version, which is called Minderella. I really have a desire to do that. Um, it's black sheep of the family, so it helps. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I have a lot of concepts I like to do and, and I'm hoping that this cryptocurrency does well or well enough that it can bounce up to other stuff as well. And, and, um, you know, one of the things I also I'd like to do is, is try to help out people that are, or ha- let's say left behind. There's a whole bunch of people that have uh, mental illnesses that I've, I found out a little bit. Um, recently by a loved one that's not doing so great and Mm -hmm. and i have the means to help them but there are a lot of people don't and i don't know what we're doing right because you have a person that's mentally ill in the streets their life is wasted and then you have the amount to you know that they may hurt someone or hurt themselves and that's insane (laughs) i don't care if you're from the right i don't care if you're from the left i don't care where you're in the middle you just Wasted lives because we don't have the resources to take care of people, and you're seeing it in the homeless streets. And they, and you know what? I think the marijuana thing is because they're trying to keep them calm or something. It's just a shame because they're self medicating and people dying. That could be something great, right? Wasted lives. It's as someone who's pro life, it just it hurts me to see this. So it's something sure. I feel really passionate about trying to do something more about that issue. It's one of those issues I really care about.
1: Yeah, well, that's awesome. So you know. I think it's really inspiring um, to to meet people who, especially like yourself, have started to pursue something, you know, in your case at at age 40. But I think there's uh, I think it's common for people to think that, like, oh, well, if I haven't been working on something since I was 20 or if I wasn't actively doing something, then I've missed the boat. And and clearly that's not true. So what would you say to someone who maybe also aspires to to make films and create content like you do, uh, but maybe, you know, is gun shy or afraid to, to start? I hate to use the Nike expression
0: because I'm not a big fan of Nike, but <laughs> let's do it. Um, yeah, just, just, just don't let anybody bother you. Just go for it. You know, it's, life is short. If you, I, I have family members that will say to me, "What happens? You don't make money. What happens? You lose. You're going to feel bad." I'm like, no, I only feel bad if I didn't try, and right. it's really the truth. That's the only thing I feel bad about. If I just leave it behind and say, "Oh, I, what could have been?" If this cryptocurrency doesn't work out, all right, it didn't work out. But the big thing, I lost some money. You know. But if I didn't try for it, then I'll never know. And a lot of us are stopping from family members or friends that say it's stupid, you don't have the talent, you don't need it. Just do it. And don't worry what happens. Don't worry about what they can success. You know, it's like my son's a big rocker. And to me, he made music. And people love it. And you know what? If it made money, it's great. But if it didn't, he's changing people's lives. They're happy. That's success. We just... That's success i mean maybe he has to have another job great but he's doing something
1: he loves yeah i think that's super awesome um well bud i I know we we need to 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 wrap up here um i've got your your youtube channel i'll link your website budrebelproductions.com is that That, correct that is correct and then is there anywhere else that you'd like me to, to to direct folks to again i can have links in the show notes but anywhere else you'd like to point people to
0: well, and I think that's a, the biggest thing, the YouTube channel, the Bud Rebel Productions. Yeah, I think you I think you got it covered. I, I try to keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And well, I, I, I promise you every time you read it, it's gonna be honest. It's <laughs> my heart. And it's it's if they read the blog, they're gonna see grammar mistakes, they're gonna see sometimes d- d- something maybe things don't make sense to them, but they know it's real. And I think right. that's good in today's times when everyone feels they have to cover themselves up, you might say.
1: Oh man, i I couldn't agree more. Sure. Um, well, Bud, I really appreciate you stopping by this evening to to chat and 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 share about your journey. Um, Bud Rebel, it's been a pleasure.
0: God bless. Thank you for having me.
1: right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for the show today. Thank you again to Bud Rebel for stopping by. Really enjoyed our conversation. Of course, thank you again to Misha Zarens for the music. And last but not least, thank you, listener. I'd also like to invite you to check out my other podcast, Pick Up Your Sticks, which is co-hosted by me and Brett Lindley. Pick Up Your Sticks is a podcast about why gaming matters. You can find Pick Up Your Sticks on any podcast platform. For any of you gamers out there, I've also started another podcast called The Crowfall Podcast, which is specifically about Crowfall from ArtCraft Entertainment. That show is co-hosted by me and Chris Crabtree. You can also find it on all the podcast platforms. Again, thanks so much for the listen. Have a great week. Stay up.